Hello everybody and welcome to the latest edition of the Late Flag, the LFC Red Bulls podcast after match um, show. We're all very, very downhearted tonight after Liverpool went down to the first defeat of the season, 2-1 to, to the PGMOL. I'm joined tonight by Tom Keegan and Pete Warburton as normal and the special guest tonight is Mike Wilson. So... Where do you start with that? I'll start with um with you, Tom. And before we we get into what happened in the game, I'll just ask you with regards to the team. Gomez and Matt have kept the places, midfield unchanged, and Darwin Nunes had a bit of a slight knee injury, so was kept on the bench and Cody Gakpo started. So what did you think when you when you heard the team? Uh, more or less it was what, what we thought it'd be, Les, didn't we? When we when we done the last when we done the last part couple of days ago. I thought I thought Nunes might have started, but he chose he chose Gapco, which which I suppose was was the right thing as it turned out with him scoring. But yeah. Trent I don't think was hundred percent fit and I thought Joe Gomez was the right choice. I think we couldn't have got anything with the team. That was I think everything was more or less as we expected. Pete, were you were you sort of? I mean, we did discuss it on Thursday, didn't we? That mm. you know, Joe Gomez could could start because Trent had only just returned to train, and it'd be a bit after for him to to play for ninety minutes. So that was the right call, and I don't think that that you could, you know, if if Jurgen's asking people in training, you know, to to play for the places and they'll get the reward, you couldn't leave Joe Matt about. So it was the right decision, wasn't it, to start with Joe and Joel at the back? Yeah, I think um, I think when we spoke on our last podcast, I think we all possibly agreed that Cody Gakpo um, deserves to start today because he had a good game, I thought, um, against Leicester. Um, I was hoping at one stage that maybe um, Nunes had come on and caused his usual riots act up front and I think he was actually stripped to come on but I think Joss's card put, put that to bed and you can probably tell from me demeanour um, I've always prided ourselves on this podcast that there's a lack of agricultural language and I'm finding it very difficult tonight to hold me peace I really am um, I, I'm still I'm still angry to be honest Les that game had 11 yellow cards and two reds and I just don't know where these new rules are helping the game at all. Liverpool have had three reds in the in seven games. Four. Four. Four, sorry. Four reds. There you go. And don't let them off with one piece. You know I what know, I mean? I know. And, and, and you know, every one of them has been questionable and know where you're coming from. Yeah, I thought Jossa was naive for the second tackle. Just, you know, I, th- I thought he was a bit silly going in for that. But the first tackle, I was screaming. I said, why don't VAR just say, look, you've cocked that up. It's a, it's an obvious... But they have these rules where I'm sure we'll speak ad nauseum on this. But they have these rules where you can you can contest a certain decision, but not another. And I just thought the officiating today, I know we always go on about it, but I think, I think Mr. Hoop has outdone anyone and anything we've seen this season at all. I think it was a poor, such a poor display, and, and he was throwing yellow cards around towards the end, not just for Liverpool, by the way, but for Spurs players like Confessi. And I thought he, lost, he, he just lost control totally. 
But going back to our team, yeah, well-balanced team again. And and then you look at the bench and you think, yeah, that's a strong bench and that'll do me. And yeah, they were opened up by a good goal, etc. But we'll speak about that as well. So I, I don't know what to say. I keep jumping from one subject to another and it's still so raw, you know. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> so the game, the, the game starts with yeah, and Liverpool start the game really well against the PGMOL, and you know they're the ones you know creating the chances. The goalkeeper makes a good double save from um, I think it was from Gakpo, and then and then Diaz, uh, Robbo on the on the follow up, and you know Liverpool were playing some lovely football, very controlled. Um and and you, you you could just see that you know Liverpool were growing in the game and and taking control of the game and you you could tell that they had the ammunition to it to hurt Spurs and then you know the whole the whole thing sort of kicks off so first of all I'll ask you about the the first major incident was the the Curtis Jones red card in my opinion. One of the poorest decisions I've ever seen. You know, how can you send somebody off when he when he gets the ball? It's just, it's just totally bizarre. I, 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 the first thing I'll say is, I don't even think they'll appeal it because I don't think they'll get it. Um, everybody that I've seen, so for all the footballers have said that's that's not a that's not that's a yellow at best. And then you got I, I looked on Twitter. The only two saying it was a red, apart from Trolley and United fans and Spurs fans, were Henry Winter and Ref Support UK, and 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 they all missed the point about the fact that if you show the one angle that they that VAR showed the ref, I can see why he gave it as a, a as a red. If you show that angle, I can see why he gave it. But if you show the one behind Curtis, you can see, first thing first, he went for the ball. He got the ball. His foot bounced off the ball. It was a moving ball. It came to rest on uh, the Spurs player's moving foot. So it didn't hurt him. It wasn't reckless. It wasn't forceful. It's not a red card. It. You know, people go by the letter of the law. Well, the letter of the law is that it has to endanger and it, and it has to, uh, uh, what's, I, I, if, I think reckless is a word for yellow. But I think there's a reckless, it's got to be reckless and endanger. Right. Well, well uh, it, it, it yeah. simply wasn't reckless. His foot bounced off the ball. End of story. As, 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 as Gary Neville said, yellow at best. It's it's just not a red card. End of story. Not a red card. Tom, what did you make of that decision? I think you'll be all singing from the same inchy, but I'm gonna go to you one by one and ask all your opinions because it, it was a major it was a major the first major of a number of decisions on the night. I found it. I found it quite. I found it quite ridiculous. It's now you've got people who who have never played the game, making decisions, you know, big decisions which influence the outcome of games, 
when they haven't played the game. They don't they understand the laws of the game, but they don't understand the game. And Mike Paul Cola absolutely perfectly. He won the ball. His foot his foot went over the top of the ball. He, his first contact was with the ball. His foot rolled over the ball was because of his momentum. And he's 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 then he, he he then stood on 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 the defender's ankle. It it's a, if you give a yellow card, it's a yellow card. You then and even a yellow card is harsh because he didn't go into here. That he went in to win the ball and he won the ball. He 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 actually won the ball. The momentum took him over and it done. It then comes then it then comes down to what Mike said. Which was which was a good point. Which I watched Klopp at the end of the interview, do his interview, and he said, "The still frame that they asked him to go over and look is is put up, and there's the picture of Curtis's foot stamping on his ankle, and then so he's running over looking at that. So the first decision he sees is is that, and then." He watches the incidents, but he's already made his mind up because he's looked, he's looked at that and that decision. Then, so so what happens afterwards when he when he showed it? He thought it, his decision was made. He was going, and and that's the pro that is the problem. You know, I I was going to sit here today and say, and we'll we'll discuss the the, the offside goal. I'm sure in a couple of minutes, and you know you know. These decisions are major decisions that they're actually costing games. Do you know? He, he, he was he was onside when the ball was played. We're, we're and, just talking about the. Uh, the all right, I'll just I'll talk about just about I'll save that for in a minute. Let's send it yeah. off. So, so send it off. So that that's just set the tempo, didn't it? And then everything else falls into place. Pete. So, you know, Tom's give his opinion, Mike's give his. So I take it you're singing from the same song sheet as the rest of us. Yeah, there's two words that I was going to mention about that that Jones incident. Tom's already mentioned one, momentum. If you if you're putting yourself into a tackle, you can't suddenly you can't suddenly stop midair or or, or whatever. Your momentum will take you through. The other word I was going to use is intense. And I don't think there was any intent by Curtis Jones to hurt the lad. It was a, it was a an honest tackle, and like Mike said, his foot bounced off the ball, and his momentum took him into the player. I mean, at first, I was amazed he was going to give a yellow card. I yeah. said, "That's not a yellow card. That's a fair tackle." When people go in for tackles, there are occasions that they either they they, they get hurt for whatever reason. It might be a mistimed tackle. It might be a genuine 50-50 and the knees knock together, anything like that. I just don't think there was any intent whatsoever by Curtis Jones to hurt that lad. And like you said, or, or Tom was saying, they then put a still up. And to be honest, you could put stills up all over around that game and make make out that there were bad tackles. That's what I was saying. I was amazed by the amount of cards. Um, but I think after 25 minutes, that spoiled the game, in in my opinion, we were we were certainly on top. We had we had a couple of shots. Salah had a shot. Jones had a shot. You mentioned the other one earlier, uh, and a Gomez cross that really should have someone should have got on the end of. 
And then on 25 minutes, Curtis Jones gets a red, and then it's up to a, a, a sorry, a yellow that's up to a red. And I said to me, lad, then I said, it's going to be uphill from here with this referee if that's his attitude. Or it was Dan England, I think, wasn't it? It was the uh, VAR. Darren England. Darren England, yeah. And I don't know. As as you can tell, I'm still really... I don't mind losing football matches that we get played off the park. But we played so well today and we didn't deserve that. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm still... Maybe we should have had this podcast about 11 o'clock tonight because I may have cooled down a bit by then. I think we'll be all right, please. I think I, I think my anger will get worse as the night goes on, to be oh, honest. Right, just, right, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'll I'll move on now to the next incident, Mike, which is the the Diaz disallowed goal. And to my amazement, it was the, the I was amazed first of all that the linesman's flag went up because it looked clearly on side. And then and then secondly, I was amazed that Gary Neville is saying, oh, that's, I think that's on side Romero's legs playing him on. And it must be the quickest mm-hmm. VAR offside decision that there's ever been in the history of since VAR come into the game when a goal's been scored. Because within no time, they were taking the, uh, they were taking the, the free kick and the goal had been disallowed. And to me, it was a clear yard on side, at least. Mm-hmm. And and to this to this time now, they still haven't released the still picture of the lines. And I've just seen a couple of minutes ago come up on my my Twitter feed while I've been on the PGMOL still haven't issued a statement as to why the goal was disallowed. So they're obviously they've obviously sent somebody down into the into the dark cellar to dust off the the book of excuses to come up with something again. So, what did you make of that that decision, Mike? It, to me, it's one of the it's one of the most and I'm trying not to swear here. Incompetent on use, incompetent decisions, and there's and there's there's a bucket full of them. It's like mm. war and peace. I mean, we we all we all complained years ago when and we spoke about it on this podcast. About the one with Raheem Sterling when he when he went through against Manchester City, and he was clearly on side and large and put his flag up. We all said, "Oh, with VAR, that would never happen." Well, it just has. So mm. come on, mate, give us give us your uh, give us your words of wisdom on this one. It was onside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When when Richard Keys, that well-known absolute despiser of Liverpool Football Club. Puts a still up. He, he's blocked me, so I can't. I can't show it. But somebody shared it. Um, puts a still up uh, the, with, with lines, and the lines, obviously drawn by him and his technical team, are probably probably about two foot, maybe a yard apart, and it shows he's onside. If, if that's the case, you know they got it wrong. But you mentioned the. Um, the timing of how long it takes to do um, checks on Liverpool. I get the feeling sometimes that the check is over before the incidents even happened with things that go on that might favour Liverpool. It's ridiculous how quick some of these checks take take place. I was amazed that um, uh, the, the, the 
second goal, the, the Son's second goal was disallowed because he was only a yard offside. So I would have thought they would have probably allowed that to stand. Oh. It's, it's, it, it was onside. End of story. Until they show some, um, some film, some still pictures with lines to show that it, that, that it was offside, then then I, I, you know, it's, I mean, I'm pretty good at geometry and you can tell by the line of the pitch that Romero's back foot is in some way uh, closer than any possible part of uh, Diaz's body that could be considered uh, as offside. So it's, it's just nonsense. Tom, go on, have you, have you, it's time for you to sort of give you, give your view on the offside goal. Do you, do you know, do you know what, Les, I, I was, I was going to say, first of all, you're going to say, you know, like we, we'd sit here and go, oh, VAR is useless, it's spoiling the game, it's killing the game, but as, as everyone said before, the linesman put his flag up for it, Yeah. so even without VAR, he disallowed a good goal, yeah. so it's, it, it it's not. It's not VAR. It's the morons that are using it. That's the You've problem. Used a good isn't it? Word there, Tom. You've used a good word. And until there's, until you put ex-referees who've pl- or, or people who've played the game who understand the game in charge of VAR, it's never going to change. It's just going to. It's just going to disintegrate, and it's just going to get worse. It's going to be it. I actually thought, you know, like when I, I I said to you, they brought Howard Webb in, you know, like to improve. And I thought, like, you know what? I thought when I, I first spoke to Steve Stewart and he was talking about, you know, how they had done to, to get him because he sees the way, well, you know, what's wrong with the game. Jesus Christ, he's worse than Riley. It, it, you know, Riley was, was appalling. But this gang, this gang of clowns, they're not, they're just not fit. They're just not fit to 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 do to run. Mike, Mike used the word there, you know, like I, I, I was jokingly saying it was, you know, he disallowed it, and it was at least a foot on. But you know, that's the incompetence. We could sit here, and the season is seven games, seven games in. And it, there's a catalogue of them. It's not just us. It there's a catalogue of mistakes all the way through. You don't know, like where they're coming out and saying we made a mistake. We made a mistake. How many mistakes did he make? You know, there's, ah. there's come up points where oh, the, P, the PGM. Sorry to intervene, Tom. The PGM will just come out and admitted that the goal should have stood. So there you go. Well, what does what less what does That's that mean? What does what, that mean? What, what, what that mean? Does that mean you're gonna take you're gonna take a point? You take two points off Tottenham and give us a point? No. So it's meaningless, isn't it, Les? It is. It is totally and utterly meaningless. Absolutely meaningless. It's totally and utterly incompetence. That's what it is. It was incom. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Tom. Who was the referee who got suspended in the first in the first live game of the season? Between Manchester United and Wolves, when there was a foul by by the Manchester United goalkeeper on the on the Wolves attacker, and it was Hooper, so and he got suspended. I was going to say Simon Hooper. It was. Yeah, it was and Hooper, he and he was the referee tonight. He looked out of his depth, really, 
from really from the as I say the the Jones decision. And so what does what, what does that mean then, Les? So it means nothing, does it? We're not going to no, get a point. It just, mean, it just means oh oh sorry boys, we've made a mistake. Now that mm-hmm. that as you say, that's not good enough. Now that mm-hmm. in England, he'll probably he'll, the, the the consequence will be that he probably will be removed now from VAR, maybe for the next game. You know what I mean? Or he'll have to go back on training or whoever it was. But I'd like to know I'd like to know why the decision took so quick for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Without and not not nobody produced the lines. So come on, Pete, you have you have well, your thoughts to say on it now. You didn't you didn't even need the lines from Stockley Park. If you look at the lines on the pitch, it was so evident that he was onside. And the other galling thing is that would have that would have that wasn't after Son's goal. That was two minutes yep. before Son's goal. So within two minutes of having the goal, well, within ten minutes, say, of having a player sent off incorrectly, then having a goal disallowed incorrectly, they go up the other end, and there was nothing wrong with their goal. The opened does up well, and you think, in this that decision there was worse. Than the um the decision that went against us at, at the Etihad, and the reason I say that is because VAR had all the equipment to to prove that was onside. The one at the Etihad where Sterling was ruled off, there was no going back. The flag was up and it was off, and you couldn't go back. That today was ten times worse than the Sterling one. Well, and it was so it, far onside. It was it was ridiculous. It's a hundred times worse now because they've just admitted that they didn't even check the offside. Didn't check. He didn't check. Dad in England didn't check the offside. I mean, we. we, it, we, well, we it was a human error, they said. Significant yeah, we, human error, they have we said. We go on Twitter and we go on. I, I dare say, I, I mostly just go on Twitter. Yeah, do, you want, do you want me to read the statement to you now? PGML acknowledged a significant human error occurred during the first half of Tottenham v Liverpool. The the goal by Luis Diaz was disallowed for offside by the on-field team of match officials. There was a clear and obvious factual error and should have been resulted in the goal being awarded through VAR intervention. However, VAR failed to intervene. PGML will conduct a full review into the circumstances which led to the error. PGML will immediately contact Liverpool at the conclusion. Uh, of the fixture to acknowledge the error. Oh, well, that's, yeah. okay. that's really good of them, that isn't it? Yeah. Really <laughs> makes us that makes us feel a lot better. That Mike, that really, you know what? I can sit here and I can, I can accept, I can accept it was a human error. Do you know? Well, uh, do you know what? I, you know, I can accept. Sorry, Tom, to intervene here. I can accept the human error by the on-field officials. What I can never ever accept. Is a human error by somebody sat in front of a TV screen. They say, and they're getting paid a six-figure salary to do so, and yet they are totally and utterly incompetent. Mm. The worst thing about this is it's it's a human error, not on a subjective issue. So if you if you say that about the uh, uh, McAllister sending off, then that's fine. Actually, this is failure. It doesn't matter whether it's human error, they have failed to, to support the clubs in, in a football match and it has resulted in them 
losing or losing a game, mm. losing losing points, losing an unbeaten record. It is the, the basically Darren England should not ref for the rest of this season. No, should, should, never off, again. should be no. off, but he'll be refing the next game at Anfield. Yeah. What I was going to go on to say, Les, as well, about logging on Twitter and that, and I, I sometimes I berate myself for looking at things like this. But all you're going to get now from from the idiots on there is our whinging scouts again, moaning again because they didn't get their own way. But like you say, we're seven games in, and it's not just us that have been badly done to. Wolves got badly done to. There's been other other incidents. I probably can't catalogue them because I don't watch match of the day anymore either. But there's other games where there's been so many stupid incidents. And by them coming out so soon after the event to say, oh, sorry, we got it wrong. Like you say, I, I probably am going to get worse as the night goes on. Someone will have to put Gene on suicide watch because the way I feel at the minute, I'm going to take and hang myself because no. that is just corruption. No, that don't, is- hang you, don't hang yourself, please. We're all, we'll, be, we'll be all right. We're <laughs> well, still with the don't don't worry. Worry. I get the busies I mean, the thing is, no, no, Tom, I mean, you know, the thing is, we know from past experience that the referees' decisions in VAR that happened to us are way at Tottenham when the eyes are dotted and T's are crossed at the end of the season can cost us. Mm. And don't remember, don't forget the Harry Kane should have had a red card and didn't. The Diego Jota should have had a penalty and didn't at Tottenham. If they're given, Liverpool then win the league. You know what I mean? Manchester City, don't forget, there was Dian Ball at Goodison that Everton did get a penalty from. You know what I mean? And, and these things all add up at the end of the season. And, you know, already this season, you know, Wolves should have had a penalty at Old Trafford. You know, Notts Forest complained that the Man United got a penalty that shouldn't have been a penalty. Manchester City got a goal when there was a fella stood in front of the goalkeeper. Oh, we're sorry, that's just a mistake. But how many is it? Yeah. yeah. So, how many games has somebody sitting in a TV studio, you know, managed to, to sort of you know, change the, 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 the course of the matches. You know what I mean? It's it's actually bizarre. Anyway, we move on. And then, you know, as Pete said, I'll, I'll come to you, Pete, on this one. You know, three three minutes after the, um, you know, the, the, non-goal. Yeah. The, the non-goal, you know, then Tottenham score, uh, which was, uh, to be fair, it was a well-worked goal from them. Yeah, it um, was. Good movements, you know, good movement by Son. I think Virgil was just playing them onside. So there was no doubt that it was it was onside and, and it was a tidy finish by Son. Yeah. Please. It was just like a it was just like a, a double kick in the you know where's, wasn't it? Because we just yes. literally we all knew it was a, it was it was a goal that should have been allowed. And we were down to ten men and we're thinking, well, you know, we've gone one up here and, and let's, you know, consolidate. Then Tottenham, as you say, it was a well-worked goal, a well-taken goal. But two two or three minutes after that, I don't know if, if you you will be aware, but Gomez should have had a penalty. We should have had a penalty the other end when Gomez yeah. got it. Yeah. And he, gave, he actually, I think, I might be wrong, but did he, he gave a corner, I think, for that. Yeah, he gave a corner. Yeah. The Tottenham lad never touched the ball. Now, if they're going to review the Jones tackle, Surely VAR are going to say you should take a look at this. He never won the ball. 
and it's a foul on Gomez. But once again, that in England probably bloody, I don't know, is he watching Dancing on Ice on the other channel or something? Because I think he obvious. I think he must have been watching the Ryder Cup, Pete. I tell you, well, I'd, if I had a golf club in my hand, I'd take it to his head now because I'm so frustrated by today. As I say, I can I can do it defeat when when it's fair and square, and I can even do it the odd mistake. But it was a catalogue of mistakes today. It wasn't yeah. just as I say. You know, we're screaming. In fairness, I thought it was a corner, and then when they showed the replay, now if they'd have, if they'd have shown a still of the tackle on Gomez as they did on the tackle that Jones made. There was no doubt about it. It should have been a penalty. But once again, that's not reviewed. And I was so bloody frustrated that, uh, I don't know. You, you, you know, as I said before, you know, we, we get levelled at us that we moan all the time. But Jesus Christ, I think we've got some good good examples just this season of what's gone on, you know. Mate, you, you, you know, you, you look at that and you think to yourself, look, you know, we got, we're down to 10 men, we go a goal down, and then we score an absolutely brilliant equaliser. You know, really well made, lovely cross by, you know, supposedly I, headed back by Virgil, and a really good finish by Cody. And um, and he injures himself in the process. Um, so what did you make of the... You know, the Liverpool goal and the, the I, I think he might have injured himself in the foul that happened a, a little bit before that. He took a right knock that, that um, is it Undoggy or whatever it is that caught him as he was going through, and I think that's probably where he hurt himself more um, because he limped away from that challenge. But um, I mean, it was great. I, to be to be to be honest, I think it was no more than we deserved, really. Yeah, uh, I, I, I felt. You know, and all the time we had 10 men, I, I, you know, you always thought it was going to be an opportunity for Diaz and, um, and Mo to put something together, didn't you? And uh, oh, it was great. It was it was great. It was great. It was just before half-time as well. It made a really big yeah. difference. Yeah, Tom. And then just after we, we equalised with a really good goal, Salah played an absolute peach of a ball to Louis and he just didn't get the right connection, which yeah. would have possibly put us to one up going into the into the interval, uh, which would have been well deserved, I thought. You're really unlucky that Les, wasn't it? Because you know, like the keeper had come out to commit himself and any any form of contact from the ball he would have put in. It was very similar to the goal that he scored against Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think I thought I think any form of contact on that ball, and it, it was a goal, wasn't it? It was so unlucky. I think Mike was right. I think C C Cody Gapko got, um, got, I think he got, he got I think he, he, he got stamped, didn't he? he? More or less, he caught his ankle, I think, and then he struggled. And then I think when he extended his ankle to, to score the goal, I think I, I think that that's where he hurt himself. It was a brilliant goal, as, yeah. as Mike well deserved we deserved that we, with the 10 men I thought with the going in at 1-1 one, one, we, we were a little bit unjust I thought we we should have been going in 2-1 really but hey oh that's such is life you know then we move on to the second half but I think when we talk about the second half you know like you, you talk about the effort and the graft and, and the, the endeavour from, from the lads it's just amazing Pete, so at half time we go in one one, you know, and it, you know, Cody didn't look, 
when he was going down the tunnel as though he come out for the second half and you know Jots comes on and in his place and you know to be fair at the start of the second half Tottenham put us under a fair bit of pressure um, and Ali makes two or three really top saves you know to keep us in the game at that point especially I think one from Son that was sort of going in the in the top corner that he that he pushed round the round the post but you know, we we were still battling. You know, we were still sort of giving our all. So, what did you make of the start of the second half? It was like you said, Tottenham come out and they obviously had the talking to. You know, the manager must have said, "Look, you've got the extra man, make it pay." But Ali made some fine saves. Was, I think the one you were talking about was from Madison actually that he pushed down oh, the post. Sorry. And then the Son yeah. one was the volley he put over the bar, and he made another save from Son soon after. Um. We didn't look, we didn't look threatening really. But we always had a. I I was saying to our Jack, I said, if we can see this out to about seventy minutes, I said, and bring Nunes on. I said, we can run these and we can get in the channels and we can, we can hurt them. So we never really tested their keeper as far as I know, but we look comfortable. In, you know, in fairness, I mean, I've sort of I've contradicted myself with Allison and goal. You'd always feel confident that he'll he'll save things that come at him, but we had a good shape. We had a really good shape. We went like four four and then just one with Salah trying to run the channels up top. Um so I, I didn't feel too disheartened to be honest. And and I even said to our Jack, I said, we can do a Newcastle here, you know. I said if we can weather the storm, I said and get to 70, 75 and then throw Nunes on. I said we can cause ructions at their back line. And I said, and they'll be tired. And I said, we can we can have a go. And then it sort of went on and then I think it was what sixty, was it sixty odd minutes, and it was the ridiculous yellow card that Jota got for not even touching the lad, and, and I'm gonna go off on one of them. I'm not careful, but once again, another idiotic decision by a referee who's not really good enough to do that stand. As I say, his yeah. second his second tackle was silly. It was a silly tackle to do whilst on a yellow card, but he should never have had the first one. Yeah, yeah, that that, that first. That first yellow card, mate. The um, the defender, the the, the lad sits he himself. Just kicked, he just kicked himself, didn't he? I mean, it's it, it it's one of those. It did look like somebody had just come behind him, and and you can't review uh, um, you can't review yellow cards. But you would have thought, for the sense of it, the VAR might have just added his ear and said. Actually, I think got that one wrong. I don't think there was any contact. So that when the second one happens, he thinks, well, I'll let him off this one. I, I, I actually, I don't, uh, you can say it was reckless, but at that point in time, everyone was trying to do everything they could to defend him. Uh, it was a foul for me. It wasn't a yellow. Um, he, he went for the ball. He barely touched uh, the fullback. Um, the full, that, that that fullback's got him a red card because he, he's 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 gone down, um, it, like he's like he's been cleared out and he barely touched him. Yeah, another another poor decision from the referee Tom in the uh, for the first yellow card, which you know just summed up his night. I don't think he got. You know, we had all the decisions he got. He got wrong for me. You know what I mean? He he just. He was just totally and utterly incompetent. 
You might you, right away. Yeah, that was just it was a three. It was strange. The second one, the, the first one was where was ridiculous. He should have again, as Mike said, once he'd made, he he was too out handy getting cards out all the time. He I was thinking to myself, it's not a dirty. It wasn't a dirty game. It was a free flowing game, wasn't it? Both sides yeah. were were playing. No one was really tackling yet. He was pulling cards out for everything, you know. Like he he just. He just, but again, I think Jota, when Jota dives in, he, he made the mistake really, Jota, because he should have played that first time. He had the ball and he should have played it. And then, you know, like he made the mistake. He turned back and got caught. And then he, he compounded the mistake by, by diving in. But as you say, you know, like it might, might make a good point. Really, you would have thought if that's the, if that's the sense of the arm mic'd up, you should have, you would at least someone would have said that to him. You've made a, mis- a bit of a mistake there, and you know, like, have a look at least, think about this. <clears throat> but no, they won't. They, they, that's that's the problem with them, isn't it? Yeah, so when Jota goes off, Jurgen immediately makes, or within a few minutes, makes three more substitutions with Trent coming on, Big Ibu coming on, and um, and he well, and Endo coming on. And off yeah. goes, off goes, uh, uh, Salah goes, Diaz, uh, Diaz goes, and um, and Go. who else? Who Gomez. Else? Gomez. Gomez, Salah, and who else? Yeah, well, and so what did you make of those changes, Pete? Uh, I think we were so, I mean, we could have capitulated with nine men, in fairness. We could have really... Spat our dummy out and said, you know, let's let's just let's just go for broke and then put Virgil up front and stuff like that. But we never we were resolute at the back. And I thought I thought they defended well and, and in fairness it was just the daggers at the heart, the, the winning goal. It was so oh, it was just so bad, you know. But um I thought the substitutions were good. I, I thought when Trent came on, I still don't think he looked fully fit well or Either that, he, he couldn't get into the pace of the game. Um, and it was probably a wise decision, if that's the case, not to start him, you know, not to start him today. But I thought he came on, Endo, Endo did well. He was getting, you know, his footing. But we were just, we were just literally... We had the ball, did we, really? You know, we were we trying to get it to Don, weren't we? To... No, they, I, was, I, was, I was looking at it and I was thinking, it's all right defending this well, but we didn't have an out ball at all, to be honest. Yes. I mean, there was even there was another real decision that really pissed me off, and I'm sorry for swearing this in the second half. But Liverpool's Liverpool's best chance of scoring a goal was going to be from like a set piece, mm-hmm. and there was an incident in the second half. And I'll come to you to this, Tom, where where we we were breaking and we got a corner, and the yeah. referee pulls it back, pulls it back, and, and gives, gives us a free kick halfway in. They are to book a Tottenham player. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely Even horrendous decision. You're either play on or you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've played the corner. Go back and book him if you want to book him. But carry on. Give the advantage. He took the advantage away from us. That was just another compounded mistake, wasn't it? But, we, we, you know, like, you, you just feel... We've been we've been hard done by today, and it's one of them things. I, You know what I was saying to you before, before I think you say... You know, these things back out over the season. But I tell you what, 
I tell you what, it's gonna it's gonna have to go an awful lot for the rest of the season to balance out for us. A penalty it's never has done two statements that the the sorts of people have made in the past that, that are never ever ring true. You know, decisions balance out at the end of a season and the table never lies. And they're yeah. both up to total utter crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? They really are. You know, and, and I say we defended so so well. And then as Pete says, then the the unlucky own goal by Big Joel, who, who was an absolute rock at the back tonight, I thought. Mm. There's another another incident I wouldn't mind picking up on. I've, I've only just seen it now, but that Udogi who was who was uh, booked in I think the first half when he, he did foul um Gakpo. Uh, he asked. He, he gestured to the referee to give. He, he waved an imaginary yellow card. Now that's a booking offence. Yeah. Oh, well, and yeah. He, he wasn't booked for that, and no. it's just so frustrating. And I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've ever swore so much at the television as a football match than today. And it wasn't because Liverpool played poorly or anything like that. It was just this complete encompassing of everyone in charge of that football match today, and. Despite what was a good spectacle up to 25 minutes, it was a good game because both teams started pretty high lines as they play. And I was saying to me, lad, I said, it could be like a basketball game. This could end up three or four all if it's allowed to flow. But the ref- I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'm going to I'm gonna have nightmares about that referee. The yeah. way he's and, and just point of fact before we mention the goal, but in case I forget to mention it later, Tottenham were 30 seconds away from being booed off by yeah. their fans. Because their fans were so frustrated that they couldn't break Liverpool down. And then suddenly they get the... And I felt so sorry for Joel because, like you say, him and Virgil were, were monsters at the back. And then they're celebrating as if they'd won a cup game today. Literally a cup, FA Cup final, the celebrations. And yeah. then the sicker fans of Sky pick up on it and they're all over them interviewing... Costa Coglu and A another. Um, but, you know, bear in mind, they were 30 seconds away from from being booed off because that would have been certainly a model victory for Liverpool to get a point there today. You know yeah. what I look out of that, though, Pete? I think that just shows what a good side we are, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. That's, that's how they celebrate, you know, like, you know, getting the win against us with nine men and some of the decisions that's gone. But, like... They celebrated like they won the league, you know. At the end of the at the end of the season, we'll be well ahead of them. I've, I have no doubts about that. Liverpool will come back from this. We I try to think about the positive things about today, you know, like uh, you know, like I think the defending we done. I think overall there was a lot loads of brilliant performances. So you know, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let the, the dwell on it too much after after this finish today because. We move on to the game and, uh, and yeah, we move on to the next game. But you feel, as Pete said earlier, and I think he summed it up. And when he says, you know, I can, you know, if Tottenham, if Tottenham would have played us off the pitch today, you yeah. know, beat us two one, and you know, we'd have been, you know, we'd have been eleven against eleven, and we weren't doing anything, and you know, did have played really good football? I'd have come on here tonight and said, well, you know, you'd have to hand it to Tottenham. You know, they really played well. But that's why I maintain it was the PGMOL two Liverpool won today, because mm-hmm. without without the PGMOL, Tottenham don't win that game. 
Right, yeah, it's purely and simply that uh, nobody nobody can ever sort of deny that. And I remember a few weeks ago having a rant about that on here and sort of people saying let it go. Well, if you if if you let it go and you don't comment on it, then at the end of the day, they're just gonna get away with it and walk away. And and everybody, every Liverpool supporter it was on Twitter, should be sending a tweet to the PGMOL calling them incompetent fools because that's what they are. They are totally and utterly incompetent. There's no and other way for it. And it's not VAR. It's it is the PGMOL. Yeah. VAR, VAR, all VAR is is yes, the exactly. cameras that they need to use to get the right yeah. decisions. We yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool I, 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 it never happened, but Liverpool should demand a replay of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, the thing is, all you should demand is that the, the, the officials who are using VAR, who are totally and utterly incompetent at the minute, because it's been it's been all different ones, hasn't it? There's been but, totally different. You know, it's not the same fella all the time. It's been it's been half it's been David Coote. It's been our friend Paul Taney. It's been Chris Cavani. It's been um, Dan in England today. You know what I mean? And like uh, it's been um, Michael Salisbury. You know what I mean? So it's not just it's just just the same person who's doing it all the time. It's the all idiots. But for me, here's 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 my view: is if you get a situation where uh, an an apology has to come or a a decision is reversed, that that. The refereeing team should never ref a match of that team for the rest of the season or for or for twelve months. If if that refereeing team are involved in two or three of similar incidences, they should be taken off the panel. So now now and you can't blame Simon Hooper for that for, for that one. That's probably the one thing offside you can't blame him for. But you can understand subjective errors, uh, but this this is unforgivable. This is black and white, and you know D- Darren England, and, and he is a, a a FIFA ref. He shouldn't be anywhere near the Premier League for minimum three months. So totally. Near- hmm. totally. Why, Mike? That's why you say it's incompetent. We're all saying it's incompetence. But you do sometimes think there must be a bloody agenda against us for some of the decisions, you know. I, ca- I can't I can't say that you can get it wrong so many times. There must be something where, oh, it's Liverpool. I- I'm certain of it. I- but you I- can I'm- always make an argument until today. You can't, when it's subjective, you can always make an argument. You'll always find somebody going, yeah, well, I can see why he gave it. You can't hear. And, 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 I mean, fair play, that's the only statement they could have come out with. But you can't do that. That doesn't happen. That gets somebody sacked. What about last time when when Kane should have gone off and we should have had a penalty? It's not just... Again, that's that's a foul, that's subjective. This is black and white. This is removal from post. Yeah, Yeah, totally agree. It's total incompetence, one of That's that's at the end of the day. If you do, if you if you go out and you and you your one job is to look at the and look at the VAR decisions, and you don't look at it, then what's the point of you being there? 
if you're a security guard, you fall asleep at your post. Yeah. And your and your shop gets robbed, you get sacked. Yeah. This well, person well, fell asleep well, at you, their post. Well, he's got out to make a cup of tea. <laughs> well, it's not funny, though, is it, Tom? Well, it's no. not. No. It's not funny. You know what? Well, it's not. Well, Les, well, you'll end up going around the bend. You really will. But you it's not because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you've been for about two hours now. Sorry, Tom. I've been fuming for about two hours now. Yeah. I know I'll be I'll be fuming for the next two and a half hours and two days. I think we'll have to go on suicide watch here yeah. because we're all bloody fed up, you know. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. on. You know, we, we, we really felt really sort of unjust there in, in losing that game because I thought every every player who who come on that pitch today gave everything for the shirt to try and get the the point that they deserved and we possibly could have had more had we not gone down to you know from ten men to nine men. So I'll go I'll start with you Tom. Who was your man of the match? Oh do you know what it was a it was a hard one because I thought I thought Virgil played really well I thought Joe Massive was outstanding I thought Allison was brilliant. But you know I'm gonna give it to Joe Massive because of the you know like because uh, I, he, imagine how he must have felt after the performance he gave. Although I did think Allison was probably more weirdy, but I think I'm going to give it to Joel. Pete. Yeah, I was going to name the same three. I thought the two centre backs were, were outstanding, especially when we we were down to ten and then nine men. Um, I think possibly. I mean. I felt so sorry for Joel at the end. You could see he was gutted, but I think because of the saves he made um, when we were under the cost just after half-time, I think I'd have to say Ali was my man of the match. Mike? Yeah, I, I'd, give it, I'd give it to Ali because, uh, as Pete says, it's a really important save. But he was really calming as well, you know. He came out and caught everything. It, yeah. it, there, was, there was one punch, everything else was caught. He was really calm. He held on to the ball. He, and he, I know he got a booking for it, but he took a lot of time out of the game when we needed to. I thought he was brilliant. I thought Virgil was brilliant. I thought uh, I thought all the defenders, you know, all, all the starting back four did pretty well. I, I don't think uh, Colour What's-His-Face, I can't remember his, Colour Chevsky or whatever his, um, yeah. uh, got much out of uh, Andy Robertson. Um, I thought, I thought Gomez did all right when he was on, made one really good block. I'll give it to Ali. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the whole team. I thought it was a completely team effort today. Every every player that was on that pitch today gave absolutely every ounce of energy, sweat, heart that they had to try and get that that point that we deserved. So rather than pick an individual, I'm gonna I'm going to give it to the whole team today. So we move on. So we we move on to our first home game in the Europa League against UFG from Belgium. <laughs> you didn't say the full you name. They like third in the in the Belgium league at the minute. Uh, they got a draw, I think, in the in the first game of the group. So um, do you know anything about them, Tom? Don't know any. The only thing I know about them is like someone said they were a young side, a up and coming side, but uh, and Ke- and Kevin McAllister plays for them. Yeah, that's right. 
Alexis's brother. That's the only thing I know about them, Les. Yeah. I think there was a one-one draw, wasn't it? A game with with Toulouse, they had. Yeah. And um, you know, a way to Toulouse. So I don't know. I, they, I don't know too much about them. They'd be they'd be they'd be a, a Belgian side. They'd be technically good footballers, won't they? Because they tend to be a technically good side, Belgian sides. So you know. But we should have more than enough to see them off, shouldn't we, to be honest? Yeah, he's you expected sort of a similar team that played, you know, in the last midweek, you know, for the game on on Thursday. But yeah, possibly you know, uh, the main start at right back, mightn't he? Yeah, I think Trent might come back in. As I say, he's, he he looked off the pace when he came on today. Um I mean, Costas might play for, for Robbo, but I don't know if they'll be wholesale. I think Pavian will probably play in goal, won't he? Um, yeah. They might bring Kwanzaa in. But, the third, like, you know, they're no mugs. The third in the domestic league, uh, they're playing Charleroi tomorrow who are in the bottom already, so they're expected to beat them. Um, so we can't take them lightly. Um, and they'll put, a, they'll put a strong side together. They're not going to be a Leicester where they put umpteen changes. I think they will, you know, Come into Anfield, play a strong side. So, um, it looks like Cody might be injured, so Nunes might make a start. Um, Gravenberch might make a start. There'll be changes, and I've no doubt. Um, but they play tomorrow at twelve thirty, so you'd expect them to win. Looking at the table, Charles have only got seven points from eight games. So, um. I think after today, though, I think we should just feed our lads on raw meat and leave, let them loose on Thursday because someone wants to get a whip in for what's happened today and it could be these Belgian lads, you know? Yeah. Mike, I think you can see you can see Trent getting the start. If you get the start, yeah. and the fact that they're now, they're now suspended for the game against against Brighton at the weekend, you can see both Curtis. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Start on, on Wednesday night. Um, and and would you, are you expecting to see Ben Doak give give us another sixty seventy minutes? Yeah, I, I I don't think it'll be so. So Lask were in pot two. We were away to them, so we we probably have played our hardest game in the group. Um, Allison played over there, didn't he? He played in goal. Oh, in it was Kells who played in goal. Mm. He's, yeah, oh, was it? Oh, okay, so uh, I, he might keep Allison in. I don't, I don't know, um, but but I, I still think it'll be a very similar team, but with a few, you know. I, I think I think you might see Kwanzaa and Canate play. I think you might you might see uh, or you might see Matip who might be given another run, run out. But those guys are going to be knackered, so it'll probably be uh, Kwanzaa and, and Canate again. Trent. Um, Simicas probably probably interesting to see who plays in midfield when you consider that, that Curtis will probably play um, so he might not play Gravenbachs if he's going to play against Brighton um, yeah. might not start him and then you can see you can potentially see Jota Nunes and Doak up front can't you did yeah. you get but Callister might want to play against his brother. Well, I think he'll be in the squad, but I don't think I don't think that'll change uh, Jurgen's um, thinking. 
Mm. Um, I like the fact that in in both the Leicester and the Laps games, that they had strong benches, even though they changed a lot of the team, they had strong benches just in case something happens. Too often in the past, I, I remember the Northampton game when uh, Osram picked a weak team and an even weaker bench. So when it was starting to go uh, belly up, he had nothing to bring on. Uh, and I like the fact that, you know, because we were one all, weren't we? And then yeah. Salah's slide came on and, the, and it was just different gravy, wasn't it, in the, in the uh, last game. So I think it'll be a similar sort of team. I think, I think, um, Endo will get more game and I think he'd be good I think he played really well when he came on today um, I, I think he played well in the second half against Leicester he just needs time doesn't he he's not going to be a world beater but he just needs time to fit in yeah Tom so the injury to Gakpo let's hope the, the yeah. same Liverpool have said they're still waiting to find out the extent of the injury people might be saying on on Twitter that it doesn't look good but you know, we keep our fingers crossed. Um, yeah. isn't he seemed to, to, to stray. He, he went down. He, usually, he, you can tell when a player's are really injured, Les, can't you? Because when they go down, they tend to, they, they don't tend to roll about or they tend to sit yeah. still. And like he, he tended to do that with his leg. And I think, you know, when the, when the coach come on, like, but he walked down to the, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad, because... I remember Xavi Alonso walking off once against Frank Lampard had done him. He, yeah. had, a, he had a broken foot. So, yeah. you know, you know. I think, I think yeah. they say, don't I mean, it was that lad who, I think he got booked and, and once again, yeah. just being a being devil's advocate, if he'd have done a slow-mo on that, he probably could have walked as well. He probably did. He'd um, come in late, didn't he? But if, it, if it's a kick rather than a strain, it, it, they normally say that's better. You can get over a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Rather, rather than a, a pull, you know. So hopefully, like you say, Shabby Shabby Alonso walked. You probably need to scan tomorrow with Spire, probably, and then yeah. uh, they'll know how long he's going to be. Hopefully, it's not too long. Yeah. But so are you, play, are you expecting to see Bento start again on on Thursday, Tom? Or do yeah. you think that, or do you think that Curtis Jones could come in in midfield and he could play? Harvey Elliott, further forward on the right, maybe. No, I'd like to see I, I have a little bit of game time, Les. And I know that they're being very cautious with him because he said, didn't he? I'd like to see Bacchetti get a bit of a game, you know? Mm. He's got a bit of a knock, hasn't he? He's got a knock, though, into his calf. Has, yeah. And I heard, I heard Jürgen said they were going to be ultra cautious with him, so. Yeah. So probably he, he might be out then. Um. Yeah, I would imagine Curtis and Joss will play. I'd give Diaz a rest, though. You know. Yeah. Well, he had the rest. Don't yeah. forget, he had the rest the other night, didn't he? Yeah. He'll get a rest if Jota and Nunes yeah. with Doke or Elliot. Well, so he'll get his yeah. rest. Um, I thought was gutted Nunes never got on today. That's if, if, if we had the contact, we would have done, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. If one player who would have hurt them, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'll go down to the for the predictions for for Thursday night. I'll start with you, Tom. Oh, I'm going to stick with me with me conventional three nil less. Okay, Pete. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm 
maybe a comfortable 2 0. I think we might get two up and then just close the game off and hopefully not get any knocks for the Brighton game. Yeah, Mike? 5 1. I'm going with Pete for a, for a 2 0 victory um, and then move on to to Brighton next next weekend. Who, who are suddenly in a little bit of a. And if they run, aren't they after losing? I think they've lost three on the bounce now. Um, so let's hope. They got, they got some injuries, haven't they? Yeah, so let's hope we're, we're catching them at the, at the right time. So, anyway, lads. Just before we before we do, yeah, there's one on, interesting mate. thing that's cropped up on Twitter tonight. You know Dale Johnson, the ESPN. Yes, yeah. all the refereeing thing. He said it's worth noting that the Premier League uh, managers or clubs decided against having the semi-automated offside uh, process that VAR can give you, and they have it in a in Europe. Yeah. They decided against that at the start of the season. And Gary Neville has come on and said, right, it's time for the semi-automated offside process to be put in straight away. Because yeah. that doesn't happen with that. Well, it does. If they, if they, if the guy in the VAR button doesn't think it's worth it yet and doesn't do it. No, but the, the, the semi-automatic process checks straight away and gives you the information. Oh, right. Well... So yeah. it's taken out of his hands, Les. He's out, it's taken out of his hands, Mike. That's that's what I believe. Yeah, it it it, it looks at every uh, situation. I might be wrong. Yeah, oh, we well. need something. Maybe we could get. Maybe we could send for a couple of them competent referees from Europe to come down and sit in and show them show these fools here how it should be done. Yeah, so it's, just, it's a shame we didn't have Glenn on tonight, isn't it? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. 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 As I say, the uh, so after <laughs> Liverpool's Liverpool's first defeat of the season by two goals to one to the PG MOL, we we end this this edition of the late flag, and as always, we'll say justice for the ninety-seven. Don't bite the sun, and you'll never walk alone. And until next time, speak to you soon. <laughs>